loud about nothing. Okay, okay, okay. It's me, the fucking hottest dude in the podcast game, Sebastian Canale. And of course, we got the fucking cute boy himself. He may not be blood, but he is my nephew. Give it up for Robbie boy. Robbie, say what's up. What's up, Sebastian? You know what's up? What? Let us unite. We are ready to die. Italy called. <laughs> you know what that is? That's the national anthem. To, that's the chorus of the national anthem of Italy. That is the English translation to the that chorus of the national anthem of Italy. The English translation. Let us unite. Second second line. Ready? Let us unite. Great. I'm, I'm behind. I'm on board. Okay. A country. We should be together. Come together. Sure. Come together. We are ready to die. All of a sudden, we we're are ready cults. to die. Well, it's a, <laughs> it's a war. It's a war song, I guess. It's it's, it's a high. It's a it's a hundred percent a war song. It's uh, we are ready to die. Italy cold. This is some sicko shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I, we wonder where Kid Rock got his inspiration from. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this I mean, is war in general. <laughs> That's this... like what you kind of need this shared patriotism in order to jack people up enough to go fight wars for other people national anthems let's just get ahead of it they're like they're the crystal meth of songs they're the most toxic of the songs i could do anything right now you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. <laughs> like well, they're yeah they're used to kind of do that manipulation to get people to uh yeah go fight or like feel some sense of which is cute with the sports which is nice go italy italy yes. won this weekend euro cup but let's Fucking, remember uh, forza italia that's what they kept that was how they were singing it, Italia. That's nice, Robbie. It, it, it almost sounded like you listened to the word twice. I did. I, <laughs> I heard it a lot of times, but I'm also like, I never called it that. Uh, yeah, I got that. It's Italy. Italy. But it's fun for the, it's, it, it made sense when we fought wars, right? Yes, yes, yes. It, it, it's fun for the sports, but think about the kid. You know how we used to have to stand to do the national anthem? Yeah, or the Pledge of Allegiance. The B Pledge of Allegiance. We did the. Uh, we did that. Imagine standing and do in Italy. Let us unite. We are ready to die. Italy calls. Okay, great. Uh, today we're gonna do long division, so yeah, we yeah, will yeah. be practicing carrying the ones. Yeah. I am ready to die, teacher. Teach me. <laughs> yeah. Teach me. Fractions, numerals. Please, please, yeah. please. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I like. I love just. I love how beautiful and dramatic the pe our people are. The Italians. I know. They are beautiful and dramatic. There they is are. some uh, added drama, I think, to Italians. Yeah. Even that, maybe that that might be the only thing that unites. Because I, I Italians. Did, did I ever tell you the story of Rose Pagola? Rose Pagola, uh, that came to my grandma's to my grandma's wake. No. This when would you tell me this story? This is a great. I mean, we talk a lot, Rob. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We, we talk a lot. I mean, I, I told you a story today how my uncle got struck by lightning. You did tell me a story today how your uncle got struck by <laughs> lightning. In, I'm a sicko. We're in the pool. We're in the pool and there's thunderclouds around. And I, 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 just, I was like, come on, let's go swim in the pool a little bit. You know, come on, baby. And we go in the pool and it's there's like a little thunder. And out of the blue, I just decided to tell a story about how my uh, how my uncle, my like great uncle in Sweden, was hanging outside. He had a hammer in his pocket, standing outside, loody doo la di da, you know, right? And yeah. He goes, "Oh, the lightning won't do shit." <laughs> goes right into his fucking right, right into his back pocket, into the hammer. When lightning goes in, what goes in must come out. You know where it came out? His big toe just exploded all over the place. <laughs> and I said, "Is this supposed to make me feel better about staying in the pool?" <laughs> 
and you tried to gaslight me that I, I shouldn't feel fine about being in the pool. I didn't try to get I told you we, the it, logic. Was a, it was a tough uh, it was a I tough told, off. I told you who's going to get out first. <laughs> I t- I t- it was a tough off until my dad came out and he goes, what are you, t- are you two trying to die? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Are you two kids trying to die. Um, I told you the logic of why I told you. Yes. I think it's full to explain the logic. I think my because tells- he wanted to make me feel better because he said somebody in my family already got struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. So the odds of two people in the same family, this doesn't make any sense. But this the odds of two logic. people in this the same family logic. getting struck by lightning is pretty low. So you should mm-hmm. he he was saying that story should have made me feel more comforted 100%. because that pool was safe because your uncle took one for the team. Who knows? Centuries ago when this story was. <laughs> He, he took, took one for the, for the not even the Canelli name, whatever the Swedish. The Yulbergs. The Yulbergs. The Yulbergs, the Karlbergs. The Yulbergs <laughs> and the Karlbergs. He took one for the for that side of the family. Yes. And you were protected by well, him. I was protected. Wait, I, I have a question for you, was. Robbie. Robbie, I, wait, I want to see because I, I think my logic is flawless here. Okay. okay. Here's my question. You you have an uncle, right? Okay. Your uncle buys a lottery ticket. Fucking wins. He fucking wins the lottery. Are you buying a lottery ticket ever again in your life? I don't buy lottery tickets to be. No, that's not the question. That's not the question. Okay. If, if you were to buy, a, if your uncle was to buy a lottery Would I ticket, be more likely or less likely to buy a lottery ticket if somebody yes. I knew won? Yes. Probably. I might. I don't know. I think it wouldn't affect, but w- maybe, you know maybe make me you more likely. What? Maybe make me more likely. You you are like a person that it's game night. It's time for charades, and you you go oh yeah, and, and you just like do sign language. No, I think more like do sign language. All right, let okay, me. All right, I'm gonna give an, a different scenario because this okay. I think illustrates the picture better. Somebody beautiful. That you go to college, high school, whatever the fuck. With. Should I close my eyes for this? If you're creating a picture for me. No, don't close your eyes. I misspoke. I won't be creating any pictures. I'll be creating oh, okay. a scenario. Oh, a scenario. <laughs> I wasn't sure gonna... if we were doing a picture scenario because I was waiting for the Bob Ross to come out of here. Okay. Okay. They uh, decide to pursue a career in comedy. Okay. And they spend years trying Wait, to do start this. Start again. Start again. I got. I, I stopped listening when I thought about the Bob Ross thing. Okay. <laughs> start again. <laughs> All right. So people. It is what it is. Somebody Mr. you Bobby. went to high school with or college with, whatever. They go on with their life and they pursue a career in comedy and okay. they spend years working at it, whatever. They they work hard and they become famous at comedy. They end up whatever, which is a lot of luck. This also, is, it's talent and luck, whatever. I think that person now hitting the hitting the, the jackpot of being this very famous person, comedian will make all the people that that person was in life with be like, yeah, I'm going to start doing that. Oh, yeah, they I should do this. No, that's different because or like, they, all right, let's say rap Drake. Wait, like you wait, went let to me high school to, with Drake. Let me respond to what you just said. Wait, okay. wait let, let me hit this because I you said you were going to paint the perfect analogy. There's uh, I think talent. This is, I think this is more like uh, there's talent and skill involved in. Uh, is in, there? <laughs> is there? Is there? It's a combination of luck, talent, skill, of having course. already having a lot of resources. And would you say that my uncle was talented for getting struck by lightning? No, I just think more. So then, so then I think that's the difference. There's no actionable steps I could take to get struck by lightning besides putting a bigger hammer in my pocket. (laughs) I just think the logic applies more. Someone close to me around, something happens to someone close to me. It makes me more likely 
that I it's closer to you. If someone dies on a plane crash, I think this if a plane goes down, you don't think people are like, oh, my family's cursed. My uncle died on a plane crash. I got to be careful with planes. You don't think that's the attitude are, that more people have? These, I mean, those people are funny. Yeah. <laughs> In my mind, I go up. Oh, it happened once. It's not going to do again. It's not going to do it again. That's a I beautiful feel way of looking. Yeah. You feel blessed that somebody took one for the team for you. They took a bullet. I'm taking bullets for the team. I'm taking what are, bullets what are you for doing? the team. What, what bullets am I taking? Yeah, for the, your family line. For, the, what for your blood. Taking? For my blood. Thank you for my blood, brother. Okay, yes. I'll tell you this. Um, What bullets am I taking? Not employed. I'm, ta- I'm taking I'm taking the artiste, you know? Okay, this is... So I'm this taking, is... So you are saying that so that somebody can take the artiste. I but. fucked myself with words again. <laughs> <laughs> fucked my, once again, I fucked myself with words. Um. Anyways, your aunt, your aunt Rose... Or Rose Pagola came to your grandmother's funeral. Rose. Oh, this is a perfect example of Italian, of, of how dramatic Italian. And this is my grandma. She would. Uh, I just want to say she was so beautiful. She would. I remember one time we rang the doorbell, but football team. We were like trying to sell like these cards to raise money. The whole football team showed up. My grandma cooked the entire football team a meal. Wow. And, t- and she was ready. That's that's a queen. She, she had she, enough food to feed to feed a football, football team. team. She had enough food Always. to feed a football team. Always. In her house. It was a surprise. It, you know, she didn't surprise. know you guys were. Wow, amazing. Ding, ding dong. Dinner was served within 20 minutes. Okay. 20 minutes. We had dinner for a football team. That's amazing. I mean, how can you get? How can you be better than that? That's wild. Yeah. It's, I mean, she had the sauce. She had pounds of pasta. She had pounds of pasta sauce, and she made sandwiches for us for on the go because wow. she knew we had to walk around for a while. Wow. She had bread. She had bread just to go. She had bread in the freezer. She's a queen. I mean, truly, truly amazing. And she had b- bottles of vintage seltzer to give to everyone. So leader, she only did leader bottles of seltzer. And my grandpa just sat inside and goes, put a little lemon in the seltzer, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so she's a beautiful. And we knew she was going to pass, right? Um, okay. And so it was like slow and everyone was prepared. And she was older. And it was like, you know, when someone dies, it's sad. But it's also like it was their time. So, you know? Yeah, it was one of those. It was one of those, which I think I think we have to sometimes I think I try to be comfortable with because that's the way it is. You know, yeah, the circle of life. It was sad, but it was also like this is this was going to happen and we're all here. OK, how many more times do you think I have to make sure that I'm comfortable telling this story? I don't know. <laughs> how many more times do you think? I don't know, but you it's know starting to make is? me depressed. So get to the fucking point. <laughs> you know, the thing Let's is, go. I'm not worried about telling the story. I'm worried about making fun of my grandma's funeral a little bit. <laughs> OK. In front of the audience. Okay, so then don't. Okay, I thought it's about a Rose Pagola story. It is a Rose Pagola story. All right, so let's go. Rose Pagola walks in, four foot two, on a good uh, on a good day. Okay, amazing. She, she's four foot two when she's wearing her wheelies. Okay. <laughs> okay, I know the type. She walks in. Before she even gets in the door. <laughs> Screaming. Okay. Hands above her head. She collapses. Two men pick her up and she floats. They, she basically, she floats. She goes, take me to my friend. Crying, screaming, screaming. Okay. They haven't seen each other in years. Screaming, take me to my friend. And then they put her down in front and she just collapses on top of my grandma's dead body. Screaming, crying, making a scene in front of everyone. Okay. Just screaming, no, just screaming. And the vibe of the, you know, when some weeks like the vibe is just like, 
oh, a lot of people talking, sharing stories, laughing. I see, I see. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Except. Oh, this was, I see. Except Rose. I think Rose was probably very much confronted with her own mortality, but this. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes. But also, wow. It was just, I've never seen a Sicilian woman jump out of a coffin before. You did. That and day. I saw. You might never again. I might never again because I don't think they're in my family anymore. Yeah. I think after Rose died, uh, <laughs> I think after Rose Magoli died, I also don't know, even know how to say her name. Okay. If you haven't noticed, it's been something different every time we've said her name. There's a PAG in an L. There's something. There's something. Uh, Patagonia or something. No, 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 <laughs> it's something. If, if you could tell, I didn't know how to say her name, but she was, I've never, and everyone stopped and stared at Rose for a while. And okay. then you know what the most amazing part of it was? What? Snap. She was fine asking where we're going for dinner. And we amazing. said, and we said we're, we're going to Marina Cafe. She goes, oh, that place does no good galama. Okay. <laughs> well, that's what I think. I think. Oh, that place. The, 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 I'll tell you this. They don't do a good. The, the fettuccine is garbage there. Okay. Within the beats. <laughs> Rose Pagola skipped. You know, she was that's a record amazing. that skipped. I don't believe in the Matrix, but when I see shit like that, this might be a simulation. Okay. <laughs> well, I think that is what we were saying. That's what connects Italians and Italian Americans is we're all pretty dramatic. So, I mean, that's the only Although thing. I don't know. I don't know what the Gen Z Italian Americans vibe is. I wonder what little Michelangelo da Vinci's are running around Staten Island. If they're they're keeping up with the level of dramatic. Yeah, because you got to be tough. The, the men, tough. the men are also very dramatic. They are more dramatic than the women. I am. I. But they just need to have this. The alpha needs to match the dramatic. The drama yeah. and the alpha need to be on both 100. You need to be able to clasp your chest yes. from a shocking moment, but your biceps need to be choking your neck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. I don't know. That's painting a picture, okay? <gasps> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what that's what a, a true Italian-American man is. Yes, very dramatic. You can't, you have to be dramatic on a lot of levels. Uh, that is, in my opinion, the only thing that we still have in common with Italian people. Is the drama. Is the drama, not even the food. I know. No, the food is different. The food is. I went to. I went to Italy, right? Yeah. Was in Sorrento. They go. We just caught some sardines and some uh, oh, sardines yeah. off it's the light. shore. It's a lot of seafood. The fresh sardines. Do you want a plate of them? Fantastic. I just ate a plate of sardines. They squeezed lemon on top of it. Gave me a bottle of wine, and that was lunch. I know. They go. That's oh, amazing. You, here's, here's some bread and some olive oil on the side if you want to mix it up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're not eating slamming pasta. No, 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 no. My mom makes four pounds of pasta for six I people. I know. For six people, I, bro. And their brother. <laughs> like, I know. What are we doing? Yeah, we are we Costco. Two pounds for Italians. three people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Costco Italians. And we just deep fry everything. The amount of ways. They can't say Italian Americans aren't Renaissance men with the amount of ways that we've learned to deep fry. Jeez. <laughs> no. We are Da Vinci I when mean, it comes to, I mean, yeah, we, are. we talked about the carnival that I think is primarily Italian. There's a lot of Italian blood in those carnival schemes. Yes. And they just fried everything. Every <laughs> you go to San Gennaro, it's just fried Oreos, fried Snickers, fried this, fried bananas. Fried. Everything. Everything yeah. is fried. Everything. And there's no fried in Italy. And I they know. go, the Mediterranean diet, you could live forever. Yeah. 
The Mediterranean diet and the Italian-American diet are two different diets. No, they wonder why Joe, Joe from New York, he goes, I'm on the Mediterranean diet. No, you're not. (laughs) No, you're not. You had McDonald's twice and then you you went home and you ate the eggplant park. Okay, that's not the Mediterranean diet. (laughs) Why you slammed Coca-Cola's, right? I have a question. Okay. It's uh, who's more Italian? White girl, rich white girl. Studies abroad, obsessed in Florence for a year. Uh huh. Or, okay. Or Tony DiMatteo, some some guy on never left Staten Island, only vacations with in the area, pretty much only ever been on Staten Island. His great grandmother could speak Italian. Yes, that's my early forties. That's my family. Yes, early forties or. The girl who spent one year in Florence, who and isn't is more Italian at all. Italian, L- not Italian Lily at all. Is, is, just as England, white as white. Yes, yes. Uh, Irish rich white girl. This is a great question, right? Or, yes, this guy. Because who's going to survive longer in Italy is the girl. <laughs> the girl. The girl 100%. is going to thrive. The man's going to go there and go, what the fuck is this shit? No. My <laughs> Jordan's getting stuck in the fucking yeah. cobblestones here. I can't get a good fucking meal to save my yeah, life. Yeah. I had a good pizza, but that was about it. Okay. Yeah. No air condition, nowhere, you know, don't get me still on the AC, right? Yes. I don't want to say And they're say both it. very annoying about their ties to Italy. Very, an- very uh, annoying. I both. hate to say this. If you studied in Florence, don't ever talk to me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I actually, I'm at a point in life where I never want to hear about your study abroad. Unless I love you. <laughs> unless, and that's how you know I love you. If I ask you about what your study abroad was. Yes. So any 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 at this any, point, I think we're at the age where the study abroad conversations hopefully are phasing out. If if that's still what you're thriving on, we can't be we can't be friends. <laughs> we can't be friends. If that's still a big part of your personality. If your personality is that your parents paid for you to go learn learn yeah, in who, a different country. I think they're less crazy than the guy who's never been to Italy, whose great grandmother was from Italy, and that's probably a bigger part of his identity. Yes. No. No. Ah. Eh. They're both they're both bringing it up a lot when they're drunk. Yeah, they're both when they're drunk yeah. are talking about it a lot. Yeah. Wow, I know. You know I think what it is? Sorry, he spent six months shooting uh, Master or None in Italy. He might be more Italian than half of Staten Island. Jesus, this is hard. He went this to go is... make pasta in Italy for six months and live in a small town, doing his TV show with I... no cell phone. I, don't I think like he this. might be more. I like this Island. conversation at the starts because we're celebrating our, our fucking hit. Our, our we are. Our, we our, are. Celebrating. No, no, no. We are celebrating. Yeah, celebrating. We need to be but self-aware. Now, we, yeah, we do need to be self-aware. <laughs> I, I will. We are Americans who were once Italian, who has. Yeah. Whose uh, ancestors came from Italy. Yes. A hundred percent. That's what we are, because the girl who went to Florence. I mean, God, bless. No, me and you go. We could go to Italy. We would fit in. We could find I, a way to fit in. Nah, you know what? I would not because I'm Italian. I would because I'm char- charming. Okay. I know. <laughs> well, I'm that's charming. the reason. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that yeah, is yeah. something that Italian, uh, Italian Italians are. are charming. Yes. Italians, I think Italians are, are charming. Italian. When an Italian man wants to, I, when I went to Italy, I was with a girl, right? Italian men would hit on her all the time, right? I'd be holding a hand. They hit on her, but they'd be like, oh, Montebella, I will take you away. This man will do nothing for you. I will make you my princess, <laughs> right? They would literally promise you the world before they see you, before they see your full face. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Before you turn around, just from the ass, they'll promise you a wedding ring. An Italian man. 
right? Did you say, yo, I've been buying Italian soccer jerseys since I'm 11 years old. This is how you treat me. <laughs> Being Italian's been such a part of who I am. Are you coming? You disrespect. No, yeah. the, the Italian men lead with romance and they mean none of it. Let's just get ahead of this. They're fuck boys. Yes, that's how they get to the fuck boys. And how does an Italian American? How was Italian American fuck boy act? When they say how fist they pumps the DJs, and they fist pump. He they, fist they, pumps his way right behind you to the point where you're almost grinding. They hunt. They they come up behind you. They grab your waist and they shimmy back and forth with you in yeah. the direction you want to go because they don't even know how to lead. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they don't even know how to lead in dancing, right? Yeah. So they both both are are. Are romantic in their own sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can call it that. <laughs> I guess I don't know what to say, right? Yes. I think that in that regard, I fall, fall more under the Italian side. You, it definitely. I think I'm a little romantic. Yes, I think you're more romantic than uh, just very aggressive. Just like I gotta get as jacked as possible and then no. showboat with my fucking bicep and do that. No, no, no. I think I'm using. I think Italian American Italians use their words. Yeah, I would like to go live in Italy for a period of time. I think that would be cool. Wow. I, I mean, of course you would. <laughs> Who would, when I, I fa- guess? When, when I fantasize, I look up how much Airbnbs are in Sorrento. I know. Me too. I've done that. I do that sometimes. Positano. Yeah. yeah. You just, just go, go to the and fucking look for Naples. a month. Exactly. Why can't I eat, pray, love? Okay. Let's go. Let's go do the podcast for a month in Italy. I, I mean... I, I did. I have a we when I got tomorrow. Off the, we, what do we have to do? We could go do a podcast from Italy. When I when I got off the plane, I remember it would be it was, so wild. It would be so wild. <laughs> Italy wins the Euro Cup. Sebastian Robbie moved there for a month. <laughs> I have thought that many times because I, I mean, I'm unemployed. A month is a nice time. I'm unemployed for the first. Yeah, I, I'm like, I should go maybe live somewhere else for a month before I pay rent again and whatever. Hey, maybe this is my awakening. This is your I can't I need I want to be in the city doing shows. Um, But. When I got off the plane and when I got off the plane, I remember I went to go order a coffee. OK. You never seen a man not know how to order order something anymore. OK. I just look around. I'm looking at the words. I'm confused. I just yeah. go and I just kind of smile. and go. I need a coffee. <laughs> That's the charming. That's the charm. And they all laugh. Let's see if I can they speak ha- in charm. They had I can't no speak idea. Italian, but I can be charming. I can be. I just kind of giggled and I kind of went, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was unassuming. I said, I know I'm the idiot. Yes, yes. I know I'm the idiot here. I know I came to your land and I, I said I will not learn. OK, but I promise you I will not be disrespectful about it. That's good. If I'm going to be that's the, the fool, one thing you just have to do. Yes. Whenever you are in anybody else's aura is just be open-minded and understand that you're being helped. I mean, I think that like going to Italy and like, I, I, there's also ways that Americans go to Italy. Okay. And I don't ever want to be that either. There's like ways that the, the basic, study abroad, there's ways that the study abroad goes to Italy. Okay. Right. Oh, there's ways to go to Europe in general. I think that Americans it's very hard for Americans to go to Europe and come back and not be very annoying. <laughs> oh, can, can I confess something? I've never said this on the pod. OK, I actually feel bad about this. What? One of the one times I did go to Europe. I took a cruise. OK, 
I did one of the American cruises. You did an American cruise. And yeah, my family has done those. Not my immediate family, but cousins. Oh, of course. See, did you see the instant separation that you're giving yourself from this? And they asked me to go. And what'd you say? I said, no. I I got offered to go for free. A hundred percent. And I said, no. A hundred percent. I a thousand percent get it. Yeah. That was one of the times. I'm like sleeping in a place is to have to fall, like not to sleep in the boat every night. It was. It's like you're going to there, like the city's just a museum. A hundred percent. You get off and you don't even see nothing real. Yeah. And I did that. I mean, so I want everyone to know when I'm talking about this, I'm speaking of a from a place of pain. Okay. Because of suffering. You, you were this. I've person. done this. Everybody has had that time where you go to to Europe and you not everybody, but people that have gone to Europe. Most of the time they come back and they're somewhat insufferable about it for six to 12 months. But after that, it can't, it cannot continue past that. I think that I went and I was purposely, was very shy to talk about. I actually have photos that I've never even posted online from the trip. Yeah. You also went as 30 years old. I think when people go study abroad or they do their, I'm finding myself in Europe. I'm quitting my job to go to Europe. I'm doing yes. a gap year in Europe. That's more of the, the nauseating thing. I did a gap year to snore pills. You did a gap year to snore pills. That's a true and Italian American. About- <laughs> <laughs> That's a true Italian American. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that is where the the culture has gone a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, especially on Staten Island. Saying in Goodfellas, don't get it. This is the whole point of the Godfather. What? Don't get you. Don't get messed up in that business. That's all fucking he was saying to Sonny. The whole movie. Don't get messed up in that business. Yeah. What did we do? What did we do? We got messed up in that business. Yeah. It's true. Keep your nose clean. Keep your nose clean. So anyways, what do you think is the way you went to Europe? (laughs) What do you what do you want to talk about? (laughs) Drug addiction in the Italian American community? No, it's not funny. No, no, I know. There is a way, I think, to go to Europe, and I think it's mainly what you did. Just be quiet about it. Just be quiet. Try to do some things that aren't super touristy and just very Americanized because there is parts of it that are very Americanized. But if you seek certain things out, you can do some things, I guess. I don't know. I go back and forth to like doing all the tourist attractions in a city or trying to be like, I'm going to live like a regular. I think you just have to live somewhere a long time. I think that's the only way to actually know what it is like to live somewhere. You can't know what it's like to live somewhere by doing like the regular things in a weekend. You're just doing a tourist version of the right. You know what I mean? Those people are even more annoying than the people that are like, I'm going to fully embrace being a tourist. Yeah. Those, I mean, those, those they might claim to be Italian. Like I am basically a little Italian. You know what I mean? Do you ever go to Times Square and get pissed at the people that are looking up at the skies uh, at the at the things taking pictures? No. But will you be in the East Village waiting at a bar and there's someone that that is taking a picture of like just a chalkboard that says all the beers? Would you get pissed at that? No, it is what I I told you. (laughs) I had a I had a moment of self reflection. I don't go to therapy. Never mind. I don't go to therapy, but I had a moment of self reflection where I was like, you cannot hate on tourists in this city. It is stupid and it is a waste of time. Why? Because they, they're the well, people come here and they want to do the things that I love about the place. And it's like, I get it. I get that they want to do this, even though I've never been to the top of the 
World Trade Center. I get why people want to do that. I get why people want to pr- go to the whatever. Did I ever tell you the time you can't get mad? You can't make fun of the people that do the chalkboard thing because those are the people who go. You know where they go in the East Village? They go two more blocks down and they would go to UCB East. <laughs> so we what do you that. want? <laughs> Did I ever those tell are you those people. The time, the first time I went to the World Trade Center. No. Post 9-11, pre-9-11. Post, I, I went pre-9-11, I went, went post. You know me and my sister used to call ourselves the Twin Towers as kids. Really? Now that's an ego death. That is. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say, I mean, it makes sense. We're twins. And yeah. we drive to the city. I would say, I'm the one with the little spike on top. And my sister goes, I'm the one without because I had a little spike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, we were the Twin Towers. Yeah. At that we would Imagine. say it and like we would play basketball on a really low hoop and we would be dunking and be like, yeah, it's two on two. We're the Twin Towers today. A hundred percent. Yeah. The first time I went to the World Trade Center after. Um, what was it called? The 9-11. Um, I... <laughs> no, wait, wait. Uh, the first time I went after. um. 9-11. Uh, <laughs> I went to the towers, right? I went to, I had to go shoot a video for uh, a Conde Nasty, right? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So a while. It was a while after. Yeah, because what was the like fucking reason for me to go? 13 years. Why would yeah, I go? Yeah, why would yeah, I go? Yeah. yeah. Why, why would I go? Yeah. Why would you go? I lived there. But yeah, other than that, not much. Not real reasons. Yeah, commuting to work or something like that. That was probably the first time I went was to commute. I had to go to an internship in the city and I like you had to go beforehand to give all your information down there. Yeah, Yeah, we both went for a job. We both went for a job. Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes I forget that uh, what I do is a job. I go in the building. I've texted my boy. I go, I can't fucking believe. I can't believe I'm in the World World Trade Center because I mean, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like something that I would never do on my own. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, I heard they revamped the whole thing. And I go, oh, really? This is what my fucking boy does to me. He goes, oh, yeah. I heard they put a target store at the top. <laughs> he texts me that. He texts me. I heard they put the target store at the top. It goes right over my head because I'm like, I got lines in my head. You know what I'm, I'm like yeah, thinking? Yeah, I got to yeah, do yeah. a job today. I go, Jesus. And I'm checking in with the fucking <laughs> they have military working. To work. This story is bad. <laughs> This story is bad. And wait, I should remind everyone. You have lines job, in your head. I have lines in my head. I'm like rehearsing. I'm like, oh, I got to be funny today. I'm doing what a video. What Conde Nast branch was it? The worst it could be. The 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 brand Broke? that no, the brand that has the least sense of humor in Conde Nast. What? The New Yorker. Uh, <laughs> I'm standing with there. So you're going to do a New Yorker bit. I'm going to go do a bit in the New Yorker. Um, which honestly, if you've ever been, it's the most uncomfortable place. If you ever waited after class to see a professor to ask if they could give you a C rather than a C minus so that you could get credit for the class, it just feels like that the entire time you're there. Okay. You should have seen the, the lost and found. It was literally 40 sweaters, just t- cardigans topped on top, uh, on top of each other. Okay. The place had the heat on. It still had cardigan. Everyone had a cardigan on middle of summer. I, I swear to I swear to God I saw a cardigan walking with no person inside. Okay. I swear was, to God. I swear to God. I'm not even lying the, on this. At the New Yorker. I'm not even lying to this. They had a. They, it was not a dog. It was a cardigan walking around on its own. I would not make this up. Okay, so you're getting checked in. I'm getting checked in. I'm there with the people from the New Yorker. Um, great sense. Great sense of humor. Uh, 
And I'm getting checked in. I'm texting my boy. And it was like the people, if you ever been to one world trade, it's the people, the people that check you in are military. Yes. And I say out loud. Oh shit. My boy says that there's a target store at the top of the top of the building. And everyone looks at me. Everyone just stares at me and says nothing. The whole place. I think the entire building was. The target is one block down. From one world trade, there's a target a block down the road. There's there's silence in the entire building after I say this. The entire building was silence. He I think that he literally was in the middle of like taking. Did you then get it or you didn't? Instantly, everyone went quiet. I went, oh my God. He's fucking my friend texted me. He's fuck. Uh, he he was that was a joke. I guess he made. I didn't realize it till I said it out loud. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. I'm so I'm saying I'm so sorry to everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm texting my boy. How fucking dare you? I just said that out loud by accident to a fucking <laughs> you know, marine. It was funny. Screaming. You know when you know when people say <laughs> oh, lol. It is funny. You know when people say lol or ha ha ha, but it, that's not enough. So they audio record themselves laughing yeah. and send it to you. <laughs> I was getting audio recordings of him laughing at me all day yeah, long. Yeah, that's so funny. I mean, that is funny. I was that was one of the moments that was my 9-11. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> I can't say that. I can't say that. No, that was that was my uh <laughs> You can't say anything. That was <laughs> You don't say that. <laughs> I don't say that. I take that back. I take that back. I take that back. No, no, no. But that was, I remember, that was a bad feeling for me. Yeah. I remember being like, oof, there's a reason why I don't come here. Yeah, I mean, I lived there. Uh, did you live in the observatory? <laughs> I've never been. Oh, you never been? So where'd you live if you if you lived in the World Trade Center then? <laughs> I lived one block down. Oh, you live on lockdown. Oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I'm saying I would go there a lot. Anyways, I got to a point because I used to live down there. There was a lot of tourists where I'm like, I can't be mad at the tourists. They, It's a beautiful thing that people want to visit where I live. And I got to that point and I'm like, I embrace that they're going to, they want a different experience of New York than I want. I have no interest in going anywhere this summer. I mean, I just want to live normal. I truly am in a place where I just want to live normal. And I, I think that's, what this a beautiful summer is. I Definitely. mean, especially I when like very rarely would leave in the summer. I don't think there's the pandemic. This I don't think there's a point to leave in the summer. Yeah, maybe you go to the shore or whatever, but getting on a plane, I I went, yeah, to Scottsdale and I was like, this is the first time I've gotten on a plane in the summer in years. I don't think there's a point to leave in the summer. So the summer it's disgusting yeah. in the city, but at least I'm having fun. Yeah, 100%. It's so fun. And the summer was great. Both my parents were both my, my parents must have loved summer because both of them were teachers and they had off, but they would send us to camp. Okay. My parents, oh, I never realized this. <laughs> I never realized this sneak move. What kind of camp? Day camp. Day camp. I went to sleep. So you would camp. still go like 8 a.m. to 4 p.m.? Yeah. Oh, wow. We would do a long day camp. We do, I And would, that was... And that was the first, and that was my first sexual awakening was at day camp. Wow. Did you like camp? I mean, did you hear the sentence I just said? <laughs> did you hear the sentence I said? Are you listening, yeah, yeah, Robert? Yeah, did yeah, you hear yeah. what I just said? Did I yeah. like camp? Still think about it to this day. Yeah. 
I still think about camp every every, every evening around uh, eleven thirty when I can't uh, one thirty when I can't yeah. doze off. I'm thinking about camp every one thirty ish. I would I only do like week long camps. Yeah, we would do like week long camps. I wouldn't do the whole summer camp. I would do like a basketball camp or a Boy Scout camp. I used to do uh, basketball camp, and you know what's embarrassing? What? I used to ah, this is a little fat boy cheat code. Okay, this okay. is what I would do. My my parents would pack me a lunch, but then I would take coins. And I would put them in my socks so I could buy a ton of gobstoppers at basketball camp, and I'd be sucking gobstoppers <laughs> while playing basketball all day. Amazing. I put I would put it in my socks, the money. So then, because for some reason I didn't, I had the N one shorts I was wearing, right? JC Penny, where we at? Where we at? Okay, yes, of where course, we at? N one shorts. Okay. Um, yes, another one. Uh, so I would. They didn't have pockets so i'd stick money in my socks so i could get fucking candy bars and eat them at the fucking basketball camp amazing yeah but your normal day camp you would go for like what six weeks eight weeks no understanding of time okay true <laughs> no zero absolutely and you absolutely. would do like day trips and there would be this whole thing i was a counselor but it was only it was like a three-hour camp so it would be like nine to twelve uh, a camp in my town i wear the shirt all the time I have uh, no idea if it was a full day camp or a half day camp. I couldn't tell you nothing about it. Okay. All I could tell you was I was a little boy and you had to pick the, the programs you want to do. Right. Yes. So this makes sense according to camps, right? Yes, yes, yes. So I remember one time I, I would pick like something like theater, computer and outside. Oh, that's fun. That kind of feels like uh, it's like Hogwarts. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you're a little bit older than me, but I remember going to boy scout camp and you could you would have like classes every day and you would do shit like that archery whatever you would pick these things that you wanted to uh -huh. have as your hobbies and i was like oh you it's like school but things you like what does this have to do with my age because you weren't relating to to harry potter i guess the same way i was like no, oh this is I, like I harry, didn't potter. Relate to harry potter because i wasn't a loser <laughs> this has nothing to do with age harry potter came out when i was in elementary school so i don't know what you're talking about bro I probably could have read that. I Harry liked Potter it. Book. I likened camp to Harry Potter because it was like, oh, okay. you could take cool classes and shit. So is that what you do? You say, you say when you talk some loser shit, oh, you're old, you neg me. So then you could get away with your nerd shit. Is this what is, is yeah. this the new norm? I just need to know. Is this my the bad, new my norm? Bad, my no, bad. no, 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 not your bad. I just need to be comfortable <laughs> so with the new norm. Is this the new norm? Maybe so. Is this Maybe the new norm? When I was doing nerd shit, you go, oh, I'm like, got, oh, it's I, a time difference. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, God, I got all oh, my feet. I got such sweaty feet. I got such sweaty feet. But, you know, you're older than me. You wouldn't get it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Is no, that what you the do? Socks, the socks were thicker when I was. The socks were thicker. Yeah, the socks were yeah. thicker. You they somehow it. got you know thicker as time went on. I remember when I wore my headpiece retainer. Oh, you wouldn't get it. You're older, right? Is this what you're doing? Is this I never had a headpiece retainer. I mean, I wouldn't know. I'm older. You wouldn't. I wouldn't know. I'm older. So you were doing computers, musical theater, and I remember real the cool boy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was computers cool and musical boy. theater. Computers, musical theater. Okay, yeah. I was a cool boy. And I remember the musical theater that they did. We we're little kids, and we would have like an hour to rehearse, and we would put on a show at the end. Right? We're rehearsing for an hour. I must have been eight, nine. You know what play they picked? Les Miserables. <laughs> it was over the whole camp. You would perform it at the end. Don't you fret, Monsieur Mario? There's no way. I mean, it must I have been a watered down version of Les Mis. It must have been. But me and my sister sang uh, a little fall of rain to each other. Uh, 
Not Do you know that song? Of the house. I wish I Mas- know some lame is. So little full of rain, me and my sister sang it to each other. A little full of rain is a song about a, a person that's dying and their love is holding them in their arms saying, don't be scared of death. I love you. And this was you and your sister. And this was me and my twin, Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> I mean, this is, and this was my day. Also, wait, 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 wait. I need to say it. Uh, that wasn't my sexual awakening. I just want to get ahead <laughs> of it before, because you never followed up. I, you I did not dropped, follow up. The I sexual dropped, awakening story soon come, hopefully. I dropped the bomb and you go up. Oh, we leave it there. We'll wait for the dog to come sniff that. We're, we're, we're not touching that shit right now. Okay. But that was not it. Yeah, so and we would do heavy play. I remember one year we did Charlie Brown. I go, great, perfect. Summer camp vibes. Yes. Summer camp vibes. Okay. Next did year. Did you ever do theater camp? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Okay, keep going on the other stuff. We'll get to theater camp. What? You- <laughs> Was theater camp where you had your sexual awakening? No. Okay. But I do remember me and my friend, me and my friend used to go touch these girls' titties outside in the middle of theater, theater camp. camp. Yeah. What, did they ask you to touch them? Yeah, we would play a game nervous. You ever heard the game nervous? No. It's phenomenal. Oh, wait. It's actually uh, the most. Are you nervous? Is it just somebody asking, are you nervous a bunch of times? It's the most consent game you've ever heard. Okay? okay. You literally put your hand on their leg and then you say, are you nervous? And they say yes or no. And then you move it up more and you say, are you nervous? And they say yes or no until, until they go, yes, I'm nervous. And then you have to stop. Okay. It's actually. It's so actually. Like inch at a time how much they say yes or no. Yes. Nice and slowly until whatever happens. Until they say no. And they want to play. They want to play. Everybody wants to play. Everyone wants to play and you push yourself. You, you see how, how far you could go before you get too nervous. Okay. And we used to do it. We used to do start the legs or start the shoulders. That's the two starting points. You know what okay. I'm saying? You know, pass go collect $200. Okay, okay, bro. But there's two starting points. Okay. And that was at theater camp. That was at theater camp. And I, this was a girl. She was like four years older than me at this point. Yeah, so she wasn't. You were much more nervous than she was. Terrified. <laughs> she showed me a titties in the elevator one time. I was terrified. I was terrified. <laughs> Danielle, I remember her. Name drop. I needed the name drop. I needed a little Dan- Danielle action. She was short little Italian girl. Phenomenal. Amazing. Horrible, horrible at theater. Horrible. Really? At theater. Horrible. She's, she was getting her attention from that week one way or the other. She, I, and... My friend and he would play nervous with the other girl and we would say that was our lunch. That was our lunch break. That's a great lunch. And we would play nervous and then we go eat Cheetos. You can never eat Cheetos and then play before nervous. nervous. <laughs> so- <laughs> you can never do there was that was the one rule of nervous that if you were gonna play, you had to eat yes. Cheetos after. You couldn't eat them before, or else or else they know how far the game went. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no I feel bad for you. need a paper, a Cheeto trail on this nervous game. I just want to send all my apologies to all the women's shirts that I've ruined after playing nervous after eating Cheetos. Cheetos. Okay. <laughs> oh, the dust, the dust was irresponsible and my mistake. I was a child. Okay. So, so if that yeah. wasn't your sexual awakening, what was? Computer class. Okay. Not even the internet. Okay. Why we took computer class was because it was the only room that was air conditioned in I-75. Okay. Oh, it was in your middle school. That was in my middle school. Uh, it was before middle school, and it was just like a random one that was close. Uh, it's actually the one close to your grandma's. Okay. Um, we'll drive by sometime. 
We'll have a good time. We'll look. Also, I okay. used to have to go see the dance recitals. We're going to go to the place of dance recitals. One of the most boring. My sister danced for a little bit, and then she wasn't really a dancer. She was much more of like an athlete yeah. type. Uh, but that was always the most boring day of the year. I would mentally prepare my mom. My mom would know Horrible. you have to behave at the dance recital. It is the most boring day of the year. I mean, my, my parents didn't even know what to say to me because they knew the art was bad. It was like eight hours. too. it was terrible. The, the people wouldn't even dance. There would be one hot girl that, that you would like for a dance and then they'd be gone. And who cares anymore? Yes. It's wild. The stage mile. It's just a wild. And that wasn't my mom at all. The pounds of makeup. Yeah. The pounds children. of makeup that would exist at these dance recitals. Wild. You couldn't. I mean, I heard that they would when they would bring the makeup to Staten Island, they would have to go over one truck at a time over the bridge where that would collapse. <laughs> How many pounds they were doing? The loads. They they would have to stop at the trucks. Sephora's on the way uh, on the way to the fucking dance recital before a dance recital on Staten Island. I could only imagine to check to make sure that the, the load bearing weight wasn't too much. You would hear. Yeah. Oh, the barge is coming into the ports. I the still remember right around the corner. <laughs> I know. Mm. I still remember half the places I played soccer. I remember where my sister's dancer titles yep. were. Yeah, that's so that's funny. Torture. I, I know. hear that's. I hear that's what they're doing with Al Qaeda now. <laughs> <laughs> where was the sexual awake? What was the sexual awakening in computer class? I'm in computer class. Computer class was great. We would play like math blasters. We played shit. It was it was great to have like outdoor time and then right into computer class to cool down. Nice. Like dodgeball right into computer class. And they go one day they go, we're not gonna do computers today. I think the computers were too hot or something because every so often I mean I'm old, so the computers would get like too, so I don't forget what it was, but it was like we're gonna watch. They would overheat. Today. Okay. And you know what movie we watched? Who's who framed Roger Rabbit? You ever seen that flick? Okay, yes. And man, there's this person in this movie. I mean, she makes an hourglass look like a straight line. I know. It's she um, makes an hourglass look like a straight line. I mean, what do you want me to say? I'm just speaking truth. She's. I mean. I mean, uh, that's where fucking Ice Road Truckers is fucking filmed. The most dangerous roads is her fucking curves. Okay, bro? This cartoon character stopped me I in know. my tracks. I did not understand. I did not understand what it felt like to feel virile inside. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to feel, I felt the animal within. Did you moment. tell anyone? Did, did anybody tell anyone? talk about it? Or was Not it a just that nobody dead, addressed it? It was the elephant science. in the room. The elephant. The elephant in the room was our boners. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That, that was the trunk, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Every boy was silent. Just watching this goddess of a woman come onto the screen. And I remember being alone and saying, wow, I got a feeling in my stomach. You know when you were on like the pirate ship ride as a kid and ooh, yeah, 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 and it yeah. went in your stomach. Yeah, I had that feeling in my stomach during Who Framed Roger, Roger Rabbit Who in computer Roger, class. In computer class, I had that feeling in my stomach, and that's when I knew that I was a straight man that was attracted to cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to the new Space Jam. 
but I'm doing a private screening because I see the nah. answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, also, one other thing I remember from this day camp, right, uh, was someone asked my sign, like my Zodiac sign, right? Okay. And they said Virgo. Okay, now everyone knows. Oops, I'm a Virgo. Oh, very organized. Uh, so they said I'm a Virgo. And I accidentally said to someone, oh, what's what they tell you your sign is? I said, I'm a virgin. And then they uh, all laughed. They made fun of you? No, but here's, here's where I know that I knew I made that mistake and they laughed at me. So then someone else asked me what my sign was and I purposely made that mistake again. And this, oh, you think this is where you learned comedy? I think I owe it all to I 75. Your comedic awakening and your sexual awakening, both you think happened at this day camp. Within the same day. You're like, oh, it's funny to say things a little bit wrong. It's funny to be a little bit wrong and it's okay to be wrong. You used to talk. You used to talk like this before you went to IS 75 and then you left and you talked. Oh my God. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I went to IS 75 wondering where my education was going to be coming from. And then all of a sudden, holy fuck, this is I could oh talk. I could God. talk a little oh bit different <laughs> and that'll and make people laugh. I mean, what am I saying? I'm excited for my nephew that he's at camp now. Yeah. This, I forgot camps are great. I actually forgot how much camp made me. I used to have so much fun at camp. We would all compete. They would give counselor of the day and we would all compete who could be the best counselor of the day. And then this woman would give out counselor of the day. So we were. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. And what would you have to do to be counselor of the day? I would just do. I would do the slip and slide really far. I would like throw myself like I was diving into the next land and I would yeah. slip and slide like two legs. Like I would do almost a full slip and slide still on the grass because I was going so far wow. and the kids would all line up and they would get such a kick out of it. But you just be that. nice. You do. I don't know. You try to entertain the kids. I you make sure everybody's that. having a good time. Interesting. I also went to uh, then sleepaway camps when I was older. I, have I talked about my sleepaway camp experience? Uh, I don't think so. I, I also to, would go to sleepaway camp. It was only Boy Scout camp, though. And I went to Boy State. Have you ever heard of that? No. Boy State is a thing that new that the states do. They're for, uh, uh, they're for men. They're for men, 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 men. You know? <laughs> okay. Right? They're for men that want to get into politics. Okay. Can you believe I went to this? Okay. Because <laughs> this was the summer of discovery. This was the same summer I did Coco off the stripper. Uh, no, it right? isn't. Really? Within weeks, I went from Boy State, one of the most prestigious things that you could do in New York State as a summer camp, to, to doing Coco off the stripper. And you had to apply for it. I mean, you apply went to a really it. good I, high school. I had to get a congressman to sign me off. Uh, oh, to wow. jerk me off, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> uh, to, to approve, like, be like, this kid's a good kid. He deserves this opportunity. Okay. Right? I had to be sponsored by someone. This was like a big deal thing. Okay. We were supposed to have Hillary Clinton come speak. At Boy State. She canceled last minute. Mm? 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 <laughs> Everyone hated Hillary Clinton so much that went to that camp. Really? Because they were, she was supposed to, she was a keynote speaker. She was, yeah. she was, at what point, what was she for New York? She was the. Uh, the senator, maybe. I don't yeah. Even know. I think she was the senator, Senator Clinton, maybe. Yes, she was. And she was going to talk to. And these are all people that wanted to get into politics. I didn't want to. I was doing it as like a resume builder. But the first it was run by. It was so this camp boy state was run by the military and Marines. 
it was basically a military camp I went to. Okay. And we'd have to wake up every morning and do PT, physical training. Marching. We would have to do like a lot of marching. We would have at Boy Scout camp. They would have uh, yeah. What the fuck is that called? Colors, I guess. Oh, colors. colors, morning yeah, colors. Yeah. You would do that, and then we would go do uh, the polar dive in the morning. We would have to jump in the lake first thing in the morning. So oh, you would wow. be up for colors. You hear the song. Mm-hmm. Go to the. We would yeah, jump jump in the lake, freezing cold lake, and then go to the Ooh. mess hall. Interesting. And they told you how to eat food fast there, right? No, no, it wasn't. You didn't they have gave to us. It was like singing. People would sit. I mean, Boy oh, Scout camp no. is a little bit more relaxed, but there is the militaristic. Like there's aspects of the military that are in Boy Scout camp, but it's not expected to be the level of the military. No, we had 10 minutes to eat every meal and then we would be outside marching after every meal. And so we would have to wake up and do PT, physical training and then marching and stuff like that before we learned about government. And we would we had fake elections and stuff like that. Okay. Um, And. The second day, it was a bunk bed situation, right? I was on the top bunk. Been there, been there. Right? I'm on the top bunk. And me, I've never been on top bunk before. I'm a bottom bunk boy through and through. Still on to this day, okay? Okay. You see me, you see me, and you don't go, that kid's going to take, you take the top. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Why are you laughing? Well, there's a Chris Farley, famously, was a top bunk boy. I got this on top bunk. (laughs) (laughs) And he falls on David Spade in Black Sheep. Well, there's something that it's not as bad, but something happens. Okay. <laughs> this is why we're not meant to be top bunk boys. Okay. I go to top bunk boy, right? I'm soaking wet. I just took a nice shower. Dripping, okay. You know, I, I, I had my fucking, um, I had sandals because I was, uh, we, remember I told you that my family was a planner's award family for a while. Okay. I never told you that. No. I guess I never didn't really have to share that on the podcast, right? Your now. family is a yeah. Oh yeah, you did say that. You did say that. You did we say all that. have. Planners I didn't awards. hear planners award. You didn't say it defined enough because you. Yeah, didn't I was want embarrassed. Me to, yeah. Just skip it. You don't have. To. My parents. No, no. I I need to get ahead of it. I need to get ahead of the fuck. I don't have them anymore. Okay. But when it, there was a long period of time that me and my family were all passing planners warts around to each nice. other, like a bunch That's of sickos. Amazing. Sarah sharing one bar of soap passing planners warts. This was. I mean, we're a true close knit family. I love my fam. Uh. So I go, I got my sandals on, but my, so I didn't get a good dry on my feet. So I'm going to climb up the side, slip. Where do I land? My foot lands on the the edge of the garbage can, the arch of it, stretches my foot out. Oh no, I'm in so much pain. Oh my God, I need to go to the doctors. I don't think I could do per- uh, physical training the rest of the time at this military camp. Oh no. Oh no, my foot hurts so bad. Oh my God. Didn't have to march one more time. Really? I, I Did you do it on purpose? Nah, no, I didn't do it on purpose. My foot did hurt a little bit. Yeah. But you I could psychologically make it a lot hurt a lot more to get I out of made made it hurt a lot. And I remember at the end, everyone was going ice skating and they're like, oh, Sebastian, your foot hurts too bad. You can't go ice skating. And, and I said, like, yes, yep, it does. Too bad. I definitely can't go ice skating. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't want I wasn't going to give them the satisfaction, but then no. I got out of personal tra- uh, physical training. Could you time. sleep in or you just had to watch? I would go play. I would go uh, play the saxophone. Oh, nice. I would go. That was the thing I would go do. I would go play the saxophone in the military bands. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of, that was fun, you know, playing the sax. Did you win any uh, elections? 
I won. Um, here's the thing. I remember a couple of guys, they were a couple of guys wanted to vote for me to be like the mayor of their city because we're in all small cities. And then one of them said to me, they go, I really want to vote for you, but I was worried everyone would think it was a joke that you were the leader. A bunch uh, of people said that to me and I, that always stuck with me. It made me feel bad. No, but they told me they told me that they didn't that they thought that the 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 Marines would think it was a joke that they would vote for me to be the mayor. No, I don't think that's interesting. But it made me feel bad because I remember because well, you used charisma to get people to vote for you. That's what it of, was instead yes. of like, what is I that? I mean, I think the people in the range would be like, this is this is how it works. Yeah. The charismatic people are elected to positions of leadership. And a lot of people wanted me to be run for mayor. But then everyone was like, no, we want someone that's going to be like no points more. You could have known points. I could have. No, there was kids there that were so smart. There was one kid there. And you know how I know he was really smart? That when he spoke, he had a towel and wiped himself off. I don't even know what the facts are. But if you have a towel and wiping your brow as you're saying them, I believe you. If you are padding away your brow because the facts are so real, I, I, whatever you say, I believe. Yeah. He was. This, we're talking about a 15-year-old kid, Robbie. Yeah, that's, that's toweling himself off, off his yeah, brow. You look, you think back and you're like, the, some of those kids seem so mature. Yes. At these places that you were. And like, yeah, it is interesting that they were all just 15. We were all just. I was always. I boys. felt more immature because I didn't know shit because I was sheltered. So I was always the most naive person around. Really? At camps like that, yeah. Especially, yeah. That's when I learned a lot of things. I've spoken about this on the podcast, but like Boy Scout campouts were like where I learned a lot of things. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. And then I went to environmentalist camp. I told you that. Yes. Yeah. I would take environmental science at Boy Scout camp. You take like communication. I think there's a lot of great things about the Boy Scout universe, but would you? That must have been the last time. No, probably not. I feel you. I'm happy you said no. Yeah. Anyone? There's a picture I should show you. My grandmother's house. I was the one of the models for when they did the hundred years of Boy Scouts. Have I talking about this? Stop. No. There's a painting that was like unveiled. Yeah. There's a painting and a statue. That Wait, was there's a statue of you at, and you haven't told me? Can we yeah. go visit? No, it's, it was sold. It was like figurines and then there was like a bigger one that you could buy and for the 100 year memorial. I should have bought the fucking figurine. It was like $300. It didn't look like me that much, but it was me. I was I was the model for it. We need people out there to find this fucking figurine of Robbie <laughs> on eBay. We need to the <laughs> statue might. of Robbie. It's the 100. I'm in the 1910 uniform and then there it shows like the evolution in the painting and then the other one is just me at the 1910 above and then there's a person smaller in the normal outfit can we get the painting can we can we find this painting yeah i mean there's one in my grandma's house i'll show it to you there's one in your there's a painting of you in your grandma's house yeah let me type in it used to be the first thing that came up 100 years of boy scouts you are the you are the boy in the pearl earring i was a model for the boy scouts wow yeah, yeah. All right, look, I'll show you right now. <laughs> All oh. I typed in was 100 years of Boy Scouts. And you were the first thing that pops up. The first, but... Oh, my God, this looks like a Norman Rockwell. It, it is the guy who painted it is Norman Rockwell's uh, apprentice. So he was oh. friends with Norman Rockwell, and there is me. Wait, which one are you? Right here. That's you? Yeah. No, you aged. I mean, there is a glow up. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you i mean you could see my i can't face. really say yeah can't really when say. you come over i'll show you but you can see my face i can't really tell wow i can't believe there's a painting i need that I need, I need, I, my, my mom might have more copies somewhere. I need this in my house. It I was need funny. It would be in like every hobby lobby in America. Like they were, it was like a big, it was a bigger deal back in 2010 when that was the hundred year anniversary. I need this, but you know, it's going to be hard when I invite anyone over my house. I have to explain to them why no, you I don't have, have a picture to, you don't of little boys <laughs> yeah, in my house. To, you definitely don't need this. This is going to be a hard sell for anyone that wants to date me that I have a picture <laughs> of my, uh, of my friend Robbie as a little boy hanging in my house. <laughs> you don't need that. No, I need it. I need it, bro. Oh, uh, right here. Fuck. And this is you as that a figurine. That was supposed to be me as the figurine. That's why I didn't get it because it doesn't look like me. They gave it red hair, but that was, I was the model for this. I stood with another dude. I did like multiple sessions. My mom saved one of the checks because he's like a dude. He's Norman Rockwell's apprentice. Wow. I need one of these, Robbie. This is actually, I can't believe that. Look at, we got a little Mona Lisa over here. We, who knew this whole fucking time? I'm sitting across Mona Lisa. I can't Mona believe Lisa. I didn't tell you this before. I can't believe this. I can't believe this. Yeah, that's my situation. With this that. whole time I'm dealing with the fucking model. Yeah, you are. I was I used to tell people I was a model and then they'd be like, for what? And I was like, the voice guys. But still, I was a still, model. Still. Still. Wow. That's amazing. I need that in my house, Robbie. <laughs> I need that yesterday. <laughs> I mean, you, you, this is truly I had my sexual awakening at camp. You became a sexual piece at camp. Right. <laughs> yeah. For who knows who. But yes. What the Robbie, don't say that. Yeah. You at least came into your sexual confidence that you could be a model. Yeah, maybe that, yeah. That it probably gave made me a little bit more confident. Yeah. An ego boost a little bit that you were a model. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So this is nice. I'm about camp. Camp, I'm team camp. Yes, definitely. We are team camp here. I'm happy we got to talk about camp because my nephew's starting camp. And I just, I, I, when I heard he was starting camp, I was excited about all the things he was going to get to do. Yeah, it is. I nice. mean, he's two. So oh, he's, he's got two, you. so he's probably not going to remember much, but this camp means nothing. It's just no. him, his, him being next to a child. Yeah, yeah. It's, which is it's nice. also him being social for the first time since he's been alive. Yes, 100%. Most likely, because he was probably born right before the pandemic. I mean, he is hanging out with these kids, and he says, hey, Uncle Bob, they're not, uh, people are boring. They're not fun and funny like you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, imagine I was the only experience of what a, 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 a what child people are like. like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine I was the only the only reference you had for human beings. And then you went out into the normal world. And you said, do you sometimes so feel like you're closer in maturity to your nephew or your sister? My nephew's a child and pee his pants. So then it's your sister. That's the answer to the question. <laughs> yes, my sister. But I, I'll say this. Give my nephew a couple of years. I, I see you, bro. Right. I yeah. see you, bro. In a couple of years. Robbie. I want to say before we end the episode, yes. we had a fucking beautiful weekend. Yeah, we did. Italy just, won. And more importantly, we did our show. We did our show. And it was so fucking nice to see so many hotties. We joke about we joke hotties. hotties. Everybody, the hottest dude in the podcast came, the hot, whatever. People in the audience were so hot. Yeah. <laughs> The big takeaway from the show was how hot the actual listeners of the show are. Yeah, people were surprised. People in the show, friends that came just to support us. Unbelievable. Yeah. Actually unbelievable. Yeah. I don't even Very think Very good looking crowd. I don't think that we're even podcast Men, hosts. I think we're club women, promoters. Everybody. Yeah, I know. It felt more like a club promoter. It felt like it was like a lobby. You know how in those uh, yep. 
in Disney World, everybody waits before they go on the yep. ride. It was just one massive waiting room to go into a club somewhere. <laughs> that's all it felt like. That's what it looked like. It actually 100% looked like that. Yeah, people came out dressed up and looked amazing. It was it was very funny. I mean, I just want to say thank you, Hotties, for one, showing up, two, for honoring the name that we gave you. Yeah. <laughs> for honor, because you truly yeah. did honor, and we love you for that. Oh, we're going to be doing another show in August. Yeah, uh, August 20th. It's actually on sale now, but yeah, August 20th, save the date. Yeah. Save the date. We'll be talking about that more, but I just we just want to send our love. It means so much to hear everyone because yeah, a lot of people came to up see to us. people out. It, yeah, and people yeah. traveled to come see it. It was thank you so much for supporting. It was so nice to like get some faces to some names that we've seen and also like to hear how much uh, like people, how much you enjoy the podcast. That truly does mean a lot to me. Yeah. Um, and if you had a good I'll, time, I, let people know that if they're in New York, this is something we're going to be doing. Yeah. And let people know. Uh, I It'll also be similar format, I would say, but different people. It's going to we're going to be switching it up. It won't be the same show every time. It will not it won't be the be same, the same bits. It won't be the same jokes. We're going to be keeping it fresh. I love this. All right, Robbie, this is beautiful. Uh, all you hotties out there, please keep rating and review five stars. Please keep writing uh, those five star reviews. If you did not write a review yet and you listen to the podcast on the regular, please write a review. Uh, I would love that. Um, all right, Robbie, hit the fucking music. <laughs>